If you are a homeschool mom, I have a treat for you. Or maybe you are a mom who's thinking of homeschooling, but you need to make an income. Maybe you're a homeschool mom who's already been homeschooling, but your children are needing a different experience, or you need to make an extra income, or you want to create something different. You want to build a community. Maybe your children need more friends, more experiences with others, with other children, more time outdoors or socialization or more events. And you've thought about a homeschool co-op. They're great, but you're wondering, can I build something myself? Could I actually begin making an extra income where this goes later on? Wow, the sky's the limit. But let me just start here. Can I start a micro school? What about a learning pod? How would this look as a homeschooling business? And boy, are you in the right spot. Today, I am just overwhelmed by the amount of people that have been coming into our Facebook group. And a lot of them are teachers, but majority over the past week have become homeschool moms. Why? I believe it's because mothers are at this point right now thinking, okay, we've gotten over the first part of the year. We're heading into the second part of the year. I often see homeschool parents, even teachers get into this funk around February, March. We start to get spring fever. We're thinking about next year. We're thinking about summer. We're thinking about ending the school year. And as a homeschool mom, you are reflecting what's been working, what's not been working. How can you make this better? How can you increase your experiences as a family? And so this podcast is really dedicated to those who are either thinking of homeschooling or you've already been homeschooling, but you're ready to take another step. Are you ready to go a little bit deeper? This podcast episode is going to encourage you and it's going to give you some really tangible ways to get started without feeling overwhelming. And I'm going to share with you why I think it's a good idea. If you've been even considering it, just some ways that could really solidify your decision and going ahead and getting this business started. I'm so ready for it. I hope you have a pen and paper. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. We are so happy that you are here and so grateful if you've not joined our Facebook group. We definitely recommend that you head on over there. As you head into the Facebook group, we ask three questions and that is where you're from. And the other question is, are you here to learn more about micro schools, homeschooling businesses, tutoring businesses? What can we do here? How can we serve you? And so you just simply type in, let's say you are from Houston, Texas. 
I'm a homeschool mom. I've been interested in starting micro school, preschool, learning pod, whatever it is. And then we ask, what are your biggest fears? And some people will just give, you know, one word or one line or a whole paragraph or some people will write a book. Doesn't matter. And what I've seen a reoccurring fear, that not just homeschool moms fear, but also teachers or anybody who's stepping out into entrepreneurship in this type of service is one, you won't have the numbers to keep running, meaning that you won't have enough student enrollment or you won't make enough money, which is think about that. Don't you believe that everyone who starts a business is concerned that they're not going to either A, sell enough shirts, B, have enough people come into their store to buy their candles, C, that they're not going to make enough money and they're going to have to close down their little restaurant? We all go through that. So you're so not alone, even in this business. But I will say as a caveat here, bonus right now, is that people can find shirts everywhere. People can find candles everywhere. People can go eat at different restaurants. But let me tell you something. Everybody will always be looking for education. You cannot get education off Amazon. You can't get education in a little mom and pop shop. You can only get education from distinct places. Okay? So you are offering an incredible opportunity for children to be with other children, to socialize, to run, to play to experience life, to learn, to grow, to do all of the things that you're hoping of doing in your spot. You will always have a place because every child has to have an education. And some parents, they are tired. Homeschool families get tired and they are looking for ways that they can pair up with other families who are either A, like-minded, or B, will do the things that they don't want to do themselves. I know there are so many homeschool moms who started in our group and they do not give the core academics of reading, writing, math. They give the they give the experiences of science, of social studies, community service, field trips. It's almost like a glamorous homeschool co-op on steroids where these children meet together multiple times during the week. Or they might go through three-week sessions, six-week sessions. You can set up any way that you would like to. But you will always have clientele because one, people will pay for kids. Two, people pay for education. Three, people drive for drive far, far away places for their kids. And, and four, people pay lots and lots of money for their kids, for their experiences, for their happiness, for their friendships, for their hobbies, for their gifts and their talents and their education. So to me, this is the best business that you could build if you are looking for longevity, if you're looking to make an impact and an income far greater than what you can probably even imagine and build, grow, and scale it to whatever degree you want it to be. If you want to keep it small, you can keep it small. If you want to make it larger, you can keep it larger. If you want to create this business but only work in it part-time, yes, you can do that. There's so many different options. And goodness gracious, we could just go through the list here. I'm definitely going to say that if you are really interested in this or you need more clarification, book a coaching call. It's the best investment you can give yourself to set across the screen from someone and let someone show you the possibilities, breaking down the numbers, breaking down your offer, breaking how this can look. And I always look at you across the screen and I say, what do you want? How many hours a week do you want to work? How many hours of week, how many hours a week do you want children to be at your facility or at your home? 
what do your what's best for your family what's best for your children and i help you go through the possibilities and then i help you look at the numbers so that you can market accordingly and prepare financially some people who are homeschool parents they are fearing like how do i actually make this happen i understand you're thinking how do i actually make this business happen and i'm going to talk to you in a minute over how to make this super simple just to get started. And then I know that there are many families out there who might be feeling just a little bit of an economic pressure with inflation and the way that our society is going right now, our economic system. And so I see parents going, okay, I really need to make money, but I don't wanna go back to work full time. I don't wanna sit on a computer all day. I still wanna be with my children, but how can I actually make this work if I don't wanna do it full time? So let's get into this, all right? And I'm gonna start off with the benefits of you actually starting this business. And here's, here's number one. You can make it however you wanna make it. You can make it, like I said, you can make it as small as you want, as big as you want. There's so many incredible possibilities. You can do mornings nine to 12, eight to 11, eight to 12, eight to one, eight to two. You can do it in the afternoons. You can do it by week. You could say, I'm going to have classes, Every day, Monday through Friday, we're going to do six weeks and it's going to be a botany unit. And then I take a week off and then I'm going to do six more weeks and it's going to be a dinosaur unit or reading and writing or, or, or I, I don't know. You, the, the sky's the limit when it comes to, you know, if you want to prepare thematically or if you want to do this full time, Monday through Friday, 180 days out of the year or maybe 150 days out of the year. If you're a homeschooling mom, what's really great is that you already have been homeschooling. Sometimes it's a little bit more difficult for teachers to actually start their micro school, learning pot, or homeschooling business because they've been entrenched in public school or private schools. They've got some indoctrination that they have to unravel. They have some old habits and some habits that they don't want anymore that they're going to have to unravel. Whereas if you've been homeschooling, you're kind of in the groove a little bit and you have an experience of already stepping out of the system. So this is very advantageous for your part. Number two, you already have a community built up, possibly. Depends on how much you've been pouring into a community. But because you're already homeschooling, you're going to really resonate with people who've been homeschooling because they are looking for other people who are like-minded who can help them and do what they want to do in conjunction. You can also really pour into your into your community, whether it's through Facebook, whether it's through your homeschool co-op and start an interest-based survey. Hey, listen, if you could get help for your kids, would you like reading, writing, math help? Or you want science, social studies help? If you could send them somewhere and you would pay for services, would you want it to be for the items that you don't like to do, such as not getting your house all messy and you send them somewhere to do that? Or do you need help with reading, writing, math curriculum or online curriculum? You can start asking the community that you're already in and that can give you some really great market research. I also think that it's extremely beneficial that you can begin capitalizing off of what you're already doing. You're already homeschooling. Make some money, honey. Go for it. You're already at home with your kids, going places, loving your little life of schooling. Why not invite a few more kids in on this? Help another parent out. Help your children out by giving them more experiences with other students and make money yourself. Build yourself a little community. That's really ultimately how I started out. 
I wanted to homeschool, but I didn't want to do it alone. And I also needed to make an impact and an income. I had teaching gifts. I didn't want to give them up. And if you're going, but I'm not a teacher. Well, guess what? You're homeschooling. You are a teacher. You are a teacher. Everybody can be a teacher. Now, not everybody wants to be a teacher, but everybody can and does have some type of teaching experience. You so got this. Okay. If you need more help with curriculum and suggestions and things of that nature, I'm so here to help. But you can plug into our community and you can ask how many of you guys are homeschool moms who've created a micro school learning pod and you're going to see a plethora of people answer questions and they can help get you started in the right direction. I can also pinpoint and connect you with other people to give you some more experience and ideas. Now, capitalizing off of what you're doing is really great because you're already again in the zone. You've already got maybe a year, two years underneath your belt, or maybe you're just starting out homeschooling and you're like, I cannot sit at home all day with my own kids. I need to make sure that I have other people and other kids my, with them because, hey, listen, to me, it's much easier when there's a buddy around because they can occupy each other, right? I knew that for my girls. I'm like, all right, if I'm going to homeschool, I want to make sure that they have friends around because otherwise I'm going to be have to, I'm going to be the one who's entertaining them all the time. And it's so much easier when there's other kids around because they entertain each other during park time or recess time or lunchtime. And it gives you an opportunity to have a break, but it also gives other families an opportunity. You can relate to these homeschool moms who might be burnt out, who might be tired, who might be looking for additional help. You know who they are, and so you can really relate to them, which allows your market to really be on point when it comes to advertising because you've been there, done that. You can connect really well. So let me give you five questions or five, five questions and some strategies to help you get started, and that's number one. What's your why for even homeschooling? Why did you want to start homeschooling? If you just start with that question and jot it down, why did I even want to start homeschooling? Okay, well, I wanted to start homeschooling because I wanted to work from home. My husband's really busy. He works out of town. I wanted to make sure that I could cook and clean and teach my daughters all of those really important skills. I wanted to make sure that I wasn't burnt out at the end of the day after working all day long. I was willing to sacrifice my income so that I could gain more time, energy, and freedom to be with my children. Okay, so you just start and just let yourself, what is the real reason why you wanted to start homeschooling? Maybe you weren't, maybe you were dissatisfied with public or private school. Maybe your child has a learning disability. Maybe your child has a certain allergy and you just didn't feel comfortable sending them to school or a health condition. So start off with why you wanted to start homeschooling because your why is going to be really great for marketing as well. Number two, what's your why for expanding and starting a business? So for me, I wanted to start homeschooling my daughters and I wanted them to learn how to cook and, and clean and just take care of the home and I wanted to be present with them and I wanted to be able to go places with them. I wanted to take learning outside. I wanted to know them and be with them and teach to their learning style and not have them go back to school and mask and be six feet apart from other students. I wanted them to just enjoy their childhood but I also didn't want to do it alone. I wanted to have other kids at my house. I wanted to have this community feel. I wanted my kids to not feel lonely during the pandemic. I wanted them to have friends over. I wanted other families to feel connected. I wanted other families to feel heard and supported if they didn't want their children going back into school. 
So that's the reason why I wanted to expand beyond my family. So write down what it is or why it is that you want to expand beyond just your family. Number three, how do you want your days to look different than what they are now? Maybe you need more life. Maybe you need more energy. Maybe you need more time to be outside. Maybe your kids do need more structure. Maybe you need more community. What is it that you could just dream would be like the perfect day where you're homeschooling, but you also have a business or maybe you have a couple kids over. Maybe you've got 10 kids over. Maybe you're starting a new, wanting to start a facility or homeschool outreach or a resource center. What, how would your day look different than what it is now? What's the change? What do you want to see that's different? And what does it look like? What does it feel like? How does it feel at the end of that day? Like allow yourself to go there and dream. That's number three. Number four, this is a fun one. Ask your kids for ideas. That's how I started. I got a big post-it, butcher paper, sticky note, put it up on my wall. And I said, all right, girls, if I were to start homeschooling you all, and inviting more kids over, what would you guys want to do during the day? They're like, cook, bake, go to the zoo, go outside, go swimming, go on nature walks. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. I'm literally listening to my kids here. Play board games, have fun Friday, get to do more reading, go to the library. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome because my kids are actually you know, setting the tone for the day, they're actually able to help me create the schedule. I'm not doing it alone. And plus, they're speaking kid language. And if they want this, then other kids want this and parents want this for their children. So allow your children in the creation process, ask them, what do you want it to look like? How could this look really neat and fun and fulfilling for you and your children at their age? And number five, start where you are. Start with a little bit of an exciting adventure. Maybe you say, okay, I've already asked around. I've gotten my interest surveys back. You could do it as formal as you want, like through a Google questionnaire. You could just in conversation, ask at your church, at your local gym, at the library, at tea time, at tot time, whatever it is, start asking questions after you start to see what people are needing or problems that they have, start solving their problem a little bit at a time. Maybe you say, hey, I'm going to do a two-week session where you can drop your kids off from nine to noon. I'm going to do a read aloud with them and we're going to do a craft and it allows you time to get out, get your grocery shopping done. I do it Monday through Thursday for 12 hours. Here's the price. Or you can even ask, how much do you think I should charge for this? Ask the parents. You are probably already have a community. So I say start where you are. You can start little or as big as you'd like, but just allowing yourself to have fun in the moment and don't put the pressure on yourself that you've got to just stop homeschooling and start this big school or start this big business. Do yourself a favor and take the time that you've been so blessed with of being with your family and start adding in a few little spices here and there to see what is gaining traction. What do people like? Could it be day camps? Could it be two, three week camps? Could it be summer camps? Could it be a Tuesday and Thursday where you have six other children come to your house and you guys are doing a STEM day or a field trip day? Have 
an enjoyable moment as you're beginning to create this and don't be afraid to start small and start where you are. So let me recap. Number one, think about what was your why for homeschooling? Number two, then expand your why for why you want to continue to add on or build or make a change. Number three, how do you want your days to look different from now? And go into those feelings and those emotions and allow yourself to dream, but write it down. You've got to capture this. Number four, ask your kids for ideas and start brainstorming them and put them in a place that's visible for them to get excited about. And number five, start where you are and don't be afraid to start small. I hope we see you over in our community and that's Teacher Let Your Light Shine homeschool community. And until then, keep shining the teacher light. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.